0: It's a great day to live for Jesus. This is the In the Word podcast with Pastor Mike Grover, a chapter by chapter devotional journey through the New Testament, where we will browse the background, discover the doctrine, and practice the principles of God's word for us today. Hey, we have all heard someone say at one time or another, I just don't have time to catch my breath. What that means is they're so busy and there's so much going on that they just can't rest. They just can't get it together. It's like, (sighs) I can't catch my breath. I remember when I was uh, the Dean of Students at Trinity Baptist College and sometimes uh, you had students that were younger adults and for the first time in life were really facing adult responsibilities, adult schedules, the busyness of it all. And they would come into me overwhelmed with life. And sometimes I would start with a chuckle and I'd say something like, Well, that's what heaven's for. That's when we all get to rest. And then I would go in and we'd talk more about time management and life and all. Peter's words here in Acts chapter three, he's really, through this sermon, challenging his first century Jewish leaders about the need to take a spiritual breath. You look down in verse 19 and he says, Repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached to you, whom the heavens must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God has spoken, by the mouth of all of his holy prophets since the world began. So this is the second major Christian sermon after Pentecost. And uh, it's kind of that second wave of people that are coming to Christ. On the day of Pentecost, in Acts chapter 2, there was the miracle of languages and people speaking in languages they never learned, and and Peter preached the message. He got that crowd over that miracle, that sign, and he preached the message, and it culminated in verse 38 where he said, repent, every one of you. Well, then here in Acts chapter 3, Peter and John are going up into the temple, and it's the hour of prayer, which is about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And they're going up to the, to the temple, and when they're there, there's a man sitting there who's lame, and he sits out there every day. He was a cripple, and he wanted some money from them, and they said, well, we don't have any silver or gold, but what we do have, we're gonna to give to you. And in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And the man was healed, and the Bible, I love this, it says, he began to walk and leap, and praise God and the people saw him walking and praising God and Peter once again ever the spiritual opportunist took that moment of the attention of this sign of healing and began to preach to these Jews the message of Christ the message of salvation now more than likely these are the same people that heard this same sermon on Pentecost but on Pentecost, these were kind of a little bit harder than the other group. 3,000 got saved that day, but this group did not get saved. And so now they're getting their kind of second wave of preaching and of grace. And the conclusion he gives them is the same in verse 19. He says, repent, repent and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the Lord. So repent and be converted. What was the outcome? He said, your sins will be blotted out. There's times of refreshing that will come from the Lord. He will send Jesus to you. And at the time of restitution of all things, this will happen. And it talks about as he promised. Now, what is this times of refreshing and restitution of all things? Well, in an eschatological standpoint or a prophetic standpoint, Peter is talking to a bunch of Jewish people who had rejected and killed the promised Messiah. And Peter reminds them as they repent, there will come a day when God will send Jesus back the second time. And when that second time comes, it will be a time of refreshing from the Lord. It will be the restitution of all things. It will be when Christ's kingdom comes to this earth. And that's what God promised. He said through all of the prophets. Um, literally, he said, you will receive a refreshing from the Lord. The word translated refreshing um, means a recovering of breath. And I thought about that recovering of breath and it reminded me of the prophecy of Ezekiel back in Ezekiel chapter number 37. And there was this huge valley of dry bones and God told to Ezekiel that those dry bones was the house of Israel. And he said, prophesy to the wind and blow on these dry bones and then life came back into these bones and God said hey this is the promise one day I will bring life back into Israel I will bring you back into your land and so it was a prophecy of the refreshing of Israel the catching of its breath it was a prophecy that would lead to that day where there would be the restitution of all things to Israel So in Peter's sermon here, there is a prophetic significance to this message to the house of Israel, to the Jewish hearers in his audience. So that is that ultimate time of refreshing that will come when Jesus returns. But really, there's also many kind of micro-refreshings or recoverings of breath that, that come upon God's people regularly. I think it begins first, that first catching of breath, is at salvation. When we repent of our sin and unbelief and we receive Christ and we are converted. Salvation is more than a change of mind. It's a change of mind and heart that leads to a change of direction in life. That's what conversion is. Conversion is when God takes our old heart and makes a new heart in there. And so being saved is not just taking on some new beliefs or church membership or some religious activity. Man, it is a conversion, it is a changing of our heart that comes from our repentance, our change of heart and mind about Jesus that leads to a change of direction in life. So that first time of refreshing comes into the life of a person, man, when they trust Jesus Christ and when they are converted. But then there's also many concurrent times of refreshing or should be uh, in the life of a believer. We would call these revivals or revivings, these catchings of breath. I mean, you know, the reality is every day we live takes a little breath out of us. It zaps us of a little bit of spiritual strength and a spiritual virtue. And if we're not going back, man, to the feet of Jesus and to the well of salvation, and if we're not continually renewing our heart and mind, man, we get to that proverbial place where we just can't catch our breath. But you know what? It's not necessary to live that way because God says to us daily as believers even to repent. Now, it's not the repentance that led us to a salvation relationship with Jesus, but it's that constant um, evaluation of our life. It's that confession of sin to Jesus. It's that renewing and reviving that comes from the Holy Spirit that really should be a, a concurrent daily occurrence in our life. And so when we repent, when we change our heart and mind as Christians over things in our life, whether it be sin in our life, maybe it's carelessness in our life about spiritual things and responsibilities. Maybe we need to repent of patterns and habits that we've allowed to take root in our life. Maybe it's repentance over thought habits that we have in our life toward other people or toward lust or just toward a negligence in our spiritual life whatsoever. You see, when we repent, When we look inside, when we are willing to renew our heart and mind through confession and a turning away from those things, then God sends us refreshings, revivings in our soul. We literally catch our spiritual breath, and and life becomes more purposeful. Life becomes more victorious, it becomes more joyful. And that which was just kind of mundane and ordinary, kind of going through the motions, (laughs) that which was mundane a minute ago, man, now life becomes intentional and life becomes divine. It's no longer the judgery of the mundane, but man, it's the dance of the divine. It's living life in fellowship and in step with Jesus. Literally, we catch our spiritual breath we receive that refreshing from the Lord. So the word for today is this, stop right now, take a minute, look inside and repent, and then just breathe in that refreshing that comes from the Lord. Right now, take a minute. How about you just stop and catch your spiritual breath? How about you just kind of examine, evaluate, look inside, Ask God to show you what's there that shouldn't be there. Ask God to show you what's not there that should be there. And quit going through the motions of the mundane. And man, receive the refreshing that only God can give you. That reviving of heart that comes through a walk with His Holy Spirit. A walk with Jesus Christ through the filling of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the New Testament.